right. Well, with that being said, <laughs> we're definitely going to include that now. But with that being said, he said what? I ain't say nothing. Do the what? Kill the who? What? What he said? Cut the who? Motherfucker, get it on then, motherfucker. That's what I said. All right. Through the Wire Podcast, episode number 32. Reformation, middle ground, and mission accomplished. We are covering three fucking episodes in this episode. So this is technically our season finale. Right? And we're going to fight on that lie. Saying that's real by our good brother Slim Charles. <clears throat> so, before we even start, right, can we agree that season three is the best season of the wire? Yeah, yeah, I put it in the, in the, uh, in the, in the chat. I was like, yo, it's God tier, like a dope season. Like, you can't really, can't, it, it didn't miss. I don't know, season three and season four, they're running neck and neck. Oh, so now you change it. First, last episode, you was like, all right, season three probably got it. Nah, but but now, I, now, now we're running neck and neck with season four. I got to watch season four. I gotta, again, I got to watch season four again. And we can have the discussion after we complete season four. But Well, I know what you're going to say as soon as we get done with season four. Well, what am I saying? That season four was a better one. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said they running neck and neck. That's why I'm giving respect to both. <sighs> Hamsterdam. Amsterdam exposure. Our good brother Colvin, he confesses superiors, you know what I mean? Um, you know, what was going on with Amsterdam, I don't think he would have confessed, you know, if, if the reporter didn't find out what was going on. What, what do y'all think? I mean, probably not, but he, he was able to, you know, talk his way into getting like another week out of it. <laughs> Yeah, Herc, I guess Herc, Herc dropped it down, right? He called the Sun Papers to expose it. Yeah. Good old fucking Herc. But yeah, I mean, you know what? Herc, you see what happened with Herc? Like, he just wasn't... Uh, Loyal? Yeah, that's true. Or was he fed up? I don't know. I mean, he got the sergeant gig, so it's like I don't even know why he was tripping. I don't know. Maybe he he wanted more people to respect his authority. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, his loyalty is kind of in question now that I think about it. Because like, as soon as the first Barksdale detail was over, well, no, 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 he stuck around for the second one, but he basically he wanted out because they they felt they weren't respected. This one, Colvin, you know, had the initiative. I mean, he was fed up with what was going on in the streets, and obviously he dropped a dime on his boss, ultimately. And then, I mean, I guess I guess he kind of lucked out with the whole Royce thing. I mean, we know what happened. You know, he, he walked in and saw my man Royce getting a toppy. That Bosky. <laughs> the Bosky out. I mean, that helped him get, you know, promoted, I guess. But I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't want to question his loyalty, but... Something suspect about my man Hurt. Although I like Hurt a lot, but so yeah, something is suspect about Hurt. I, 
I mean, I'm about to flash forward, but he did do a good deed um, and give up Marlowe's number or he info. had to though. He had to, right? Like because he messed up. Even you know, even oh, with, with, with Randy. Yeah, he had to give that up. And, and he fucked over my son Bubs. True. <laughs> Word. That was crazy. I felt bad yeah. for Bubs. Bubs like, get his ass beat in the streets. <laughs> but that's you know later on internet's um, strong ass beat the fucking cover up is real cops versus politicians um, Royce is foul son he always want Burrell to like dive on the grenade and save everything you know and, and you really don't give a fuck about him but Burrell's like nah I got something for your ass <laughs> Right. Nah, but, but see, Royce was about his bottom line. His bottom line was he had to keep the numbers down. They, they brought the crime down technically, so he was like, shit, let me see if I can spin this in a positive way. Yeah, and then, like I said, if Burrell hadn't tried to play chess and, you know, get out there first, they probably could have, you know, maneuvered and, and for, like, Royce's favor, like, yo, this is a, a what is, like a project thing, like a, a first-time kind of you know, pilot program. Something like that. But I, at the same time, I mean, I see where Burrell was coming from because it did seem like every time, like he he hung he hung the fact that his job was temporary over his head for everything. So like, all right, you fall on the sword this time. You keep falling on the sword. But like he was like, I told Royce, and essentially he's like, I'm going to take two days to think about this. And they really they really put together like a team of people. Like let's let's figure out maybe we could spend it. So, I mean, I respect Burrell being like, uh, we gotta say, I gotta say something, because he ain't gonna make, you know, he ain't gonna get me uh, you know, kicked out of my job because you know, he decided to delay everything. Yeah. Pick the right person to go to, obviously. We briefly touched on Hurt and the loyalty issue. Um, why do you think the cops that work for COVID with the exception of Carver, weren't loyal to him. You, you really think that Hampson damn shit really put a bad taste in their mouth? Yeah. I, th- I think that, and I think COVID was, he was old school police. You know what I'm saying? The one who walked the beat, who knows your grandmother, whatever. They're the new school, like, nah, we, wanna, we don't care about getting to know people. Like, he didn't, like, they, you know, it was kind of like old school, new school. As you see, Carver gravitated towards to it. Like he saw the value in it because, you know, COVID's been on there almost thirty years. So he took the the jewels that COVID dropped on him, became a better cop. Yeah, I was trying to think about like why would they feel some type of way towards COVID and his interactions with his, you know, his staff. Um, I don't think he had any issues with them. Like he wasn't disrespectful or nothing like that. You know, but he was out of pocket towards leadership. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was a dickhead towards leadership, not towards you know the people that worked for him that was under his command. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand why that loyalty just went out the door. But you know, I, like, I, I think I think it was really just like a change in the norm. So you know how they always brag about you know the Western District way. You know uh-huh. we gonna knock some heads around. We gonna do A, B, and C, and even like even the drug deals was like. Yo, y'all job is, you know, we grind. Y'all try to stop us. Why you fucking up the program? Like, yeah. I can see how, you know, 
like it's, imagine you go to work tomorrow and they say like, all right, we're gonna do something completely different than what we've been doing. Not that it's gonna affect your money per se, but it's gonna affect how you do your job. And I can see why someone would be like, all right, well, I can't, you know, after a while, I can't, I can't take it no more. This is annoying. Like, yeah, I can't rock this way. I see what you're saying. But like, I, I do think like you know, like Joey said, like also Colvin was he was schooling, he was schooling Carver, so like he may not have. He may not have felt the need to give that attention to everybody else in that do in that detail, but like yeah. he really, it felt like he was like mentoring Carver to an extent. He was dropping jewels on them definitely because he was definitely telling them like, you know, what I'm saying you've been you've been in this unit for such and such time. You're my, you know, you're my essentially my my, my right hand or my what I'm supposed to be connected to the streets, and you have no connections. Like you don't have people looking out for you. You know, you don't have a CI. Like you know, even little stuff that like Kima and. Uh, McNulty said to him, like, like, who's your CI on the street? Can you get such and such to do this? And like, we ain't got people like that. We just bang heads all day. Yeah. And he, he, he definitely held COVID down while moving that body, too. Word. Like, that's real. That's belief. Like, he, he was ready to run through a wall for COVID. Yeah, I think Car- Carver just saw the vision. I mean, again, he's, I guess he's homegrown to an extent. I know he's from the east side. He's told us that before. But I guess he could see. I mean, like I said on the last episode, I could see the benefit to it. The shit was fucked up regardless. But like, it seemed like a somewhat a borderline smart move on Colvin, and that's why we might have a little surprise when we get to the whole, you know, um, what's it? Those things called that that you get at the end of the year. Not the salutation. What are they? Oh, awards. Yeah, the McGee was a smart guy. He's probably on the yearbook committee or something. This nigga say yearbook committee. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I'm, sure I'm sorry. Maybe you won an award. Like, what What are they called? Um, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. The shits that you get in the yearbook. Like, oh, yeah, like this, most, like, most, most likely most... to succeed or some shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got a couple of them shits. See? See, look. I don't know, I don't know what it's called. Speaking so. of yearbooks, we had a video yearbook. So everybody. <laughs> Everybody had to give like a little testimony and shit, you know, class of 2000. Um, since we were the class of the new millennium, I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> were you? I, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, we, we cracked 99, right? And we went to that Y2K shit when everybody thought the world was going to blow up. So we was 2000, right? Right. So we wanted to get out, the, you know, say fuck the traditional paper yearbook and do some VHS shit. VHS, I'm dating myself. Folks. Wait, not even, not even a DVD? We didn't have Word. DVD in 99, 2000. I'm joking. I'm trying to, unless niggas was wealthy. <laughs> we had lazy. So you had a DVD, right? Chill. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I'm giving my testimony. Mind you, I got on a fucking do-rag while I'm doing my, my yearbook shit. Uh, a Sean John shirt, long sleeve shit, but the Sean John like letters popped out. I don't even know what material it was. Shit was kind of fly though. Um, had on it a, a, a real chain, not no fake shit. And when I'm giving, I'm thanking everybody. So then I, you know, I say, yeah, I like to thank my parents for swinging the app. You know what I'm saying? And, and... <laughs> <laughs> or or tape, son. 
And swinging Epps back then was, you know, 99, Donnell Jones came out. He's talking about swinging Epps and shit. So that Wait, was can I, part can I of my one, vocabulary. Can I ask one question, though? You said the chain was real. Did you have the 40-inch cables or? No, I had, um, said 40-inch cable. It was, I don't even know what to call it. I, I mean, I guess I can call it a Cuban. Oh, I, oh pardon me. But, oh, word. But not not the real heavy heavy shit. It was like a little thin. My pops had given it to me. Um, that's another story. I ain't gonna get into that one. Nigga yeah. foul. <laughs> yeah, my pops anyway. gave me the chain too. So, but did your pops give you the chain the same way my pops gave me mine? Well, then, how did he give it to you? Like you, you, you shirt want... off and told you to take it off of him? Or something? Nigga like, said, <laughs> shirt off. No, nigga, this nigga, nigga gave me his chain uh, with his R initial on it when he wrote me a dead John letter saying he was moving out. And he was my <laughs> mother, the divorce. Dead ass, son. Damn. I'm yeah. sorry, man. That's crazy. Shit, wow, son. We might, we might need the doctor back on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. The season is over. I can, yeah, I can you know what I'm saying? Over. Might need the doctor back on. Oh, snap. But it's all right. I mean, yeah. you know. Might need a Ooh. hug after this. It's all good. It's Bobby Bonilla Day. <laughs> Facts. That's L. The L is, that's, a, that's, that's so L. Typical of the Mets, though. Yo, don't, don't disrespect the Mets. Come on, son. So, like, instead of paying a dude five mil up front. No Mets <laughs> Instead of that, you say, you know what? We'll pay him millions, one point one whatever. Life. For another thirty, like yeah, let's do that. Instead of five, we give him thirty. Yeah, it's just crazy. That's wild. He, he basically hit the lottery. You know what I'm saying? Like them set for life scratch-offs and shit. Like, wait, was was Bobby Bo one of them dudes that was um, you know, doing a uh, felonious things with Doc Gooden and stuff? Yo, chill, son. I'm just asking. They may have thought his life expectancy wasn't that long. So. True, but he was—he was—he was on that book of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he looked like he might have been on the other stuff. He like, could have been on did. HGH. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I'm talking about. But uh, you, you know, I saw Daryl Strawberry in the airport. Like he looked good. Like, so, like, like matter of fact, last year. I don't think he's still on cocaine though. Oh no, nah, I don't. I wanted I said, to ask him. Shit, I hope not. I wanted to ask him because, like, if he said, "Yeah, do you want to do something?" Now it's like, "Yeah, you, 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 you would try it." Right in the bathroom with the nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's put a life you, experience, bro. Like you can say, I did cocaine with Daryl Sugar. Put your pinky <laughs> nail out and shit. You know what I mean? Take the shit out your out your your chain. <laughs> so, Lord, Lord BG was was Bobby Bonilla one of the people you like? I mean, I know he lefty and you know, all, so. Believe it or not, no. The only person that I was uh, pause, 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 infatuated with, pause, pause, pause. Was, <laughs> At least you didn't say you had a hard on for him. The, the, the kid, the kid, the kid, the kid, the kid, the kid. The goat. No HGH. Imagine if he did not get hurt. He did all that shit drug free. Allegedly, it's the way to be. Yo, come on, man. Don't nah, that's my guy. My guy so. That's my guy. But 
I don't know. These baseball niggas, man, they different. Just to have the ability to hit a hundred mile fastball, you gotta be a different nigga. That's not difficult. As but long as you play, play yeah, you gotta it's play. Like, if, you've like been, if you've been playing 40, 50, 60, it's just, a, it's just, a, you know, gradual. It's repetition. I, I hear you. Being, Respect, you respectfully, I know ACH. I don't know if it how how much it does for your like reflexes and all. It does Regardless of how strong that. you are, that nothing. Be able to hit the, hit the ball like that is, is still. And this is and this is my issue with with these guys. This is my issue with these guys not being in the Hall of Fame, right? I don't give a fuck if they took HGH, anabolic steroids, they did they put shit up in their asshole, whatever, right? It's so it's so difficult to hit a fucking baseball. If the average person can do it, then everybody would be they would no they wouldn't be a major league. Like so for for I get it, maybe the the steroids or whatever they were taking supplements, whatever it is, may have given them maybe 20, 30 more feet distance wise on the ball. But other than that, you gotta fucking hit the shit first. Absolutely. In order for that to happen. Because what a line drive as opposed to a, a a home run, you know, thirty feet is a lot until like Barry Bonds when he was hitting like 600, 500 feet it felt like like out the out the stadium like that's retarded like you know that was crazy but he went he went from like uh, you know like the skinniest nigga in the world to his head like being paused like being <laughs> like the size of a fucking bull master for some shit like whatever the big ass dog was called yeah I mean I you gotta do to get your head like that pause but that's that seems excessive now now see if they wanted to have like an argument for the pitchers right on them drugs then fine <laughs> because the niggas was throwing 112 miles per hour you know what I'm saying like Roger Clemens and shit that's a whole different story but even still he should still be because he was doing shit that people can't do like at the end of the day again that's one of the most difficult sports, you know what I'm saying? But you oh, can't yeah. say no. I mean, I think, I think, if you play baseball, you can hit a fastball. It's the curveballs and the breaking balls that are the ones that are very difficult. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I could go like I, I've always been. I go right into the batting cage and I'm at 80 miles per hour right now for no reason. Like, and I haven't played baseball in I don't know how many years, and I still got that timing. Right, so you an ill nigga, man. All right, I just I just think that it comes with the with the records, cause it's not an even playing field. But even though you know, with the every generation has a you know more access to better health and stuff and recovery and whatnot. So I mean, I get it. But if you had seven fifty five, <laughs> if you're Hank Aaron and your godson has now passed you, but he cheated to do it, in essence. Like you would kind of feel a kind of way, like well, you know what I'm saying? I, I would feel a kind of way, like you didn't uh, do let, it. Like let we young did. niggas live, man. Fuck yeah, it. I mean, I would feel a kind of way, but I would also say, well, he had to hit those fucking balls, right? Balls. He, he had to make contact with them shits. Like, yo, you can't, you can't take a regular person, put them at the fucking, you know, at home plate. 
and expect them to hit a fastball if they never saw how a ball breaks. They can't. But if they take you though and give you and give you HGH and and hype you up, you know what I'm saying? Like build you up or whatever. You could go in there, right? Realistically, if you can hit 80 to 90 right now, you can't. You mean to tell me you can't go up there? You know what I'm saying? But he don't need the HGH to hit the ball. Is what he's saying? Yeah, he might need to to hit hit a home run. No, I don't. I mean, I can still hit a home run. That's like first 355, all, right. 475, you can go. All right. You, you got to think. Think about this, right? It ain't a softball. You hitting it. Baseballs are smaller. They built different with different material. Yeah. And you the, know, the velocity of the ball. Yep. They're the like, velocity. like that uh, ball that they use, that Murray's team, that girl that uh, Murray's team used. Yeah, she smacked the shit out of that shit. Yeah, we, that we, that we not even going to talk about that one. You know what I mean? We're going to let that one slide. We're going to let that one slide. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't have an OG back on my line like, yo, disrespectful <laughs> out there, man. But, like, get get people that play baseball like me like need them you know i don't know who else played baseball but you put us in the bat case we're gonna smack the shit out of them baseballs softball is a different story we don't fucking play softball and that shit fucks with the timing especially if niggas don't know how to pitch forget about it that shit is the worst thing ever like i always i always look down on that softball shit it's fun to play but it's annoying Already trying to discredit our W. Uh, I mean, you know. Well, shout, yeah, out, shout out to the God BC man. The Morgan State <laughs> All Stars. Undefeated. Fuck y'all niggas, man. Damn. Why gotta be all that? No, nah, is he already State down counting? Oh, I don't. Softball really don't matter. If you play baseball, it'll be a different sort. Nigga, nobody can pitch baseball either out there. So who, who can? I can pitch thirty-five. <laughs> uh, That's all I got from these curveballs. Nah, put, put me on the mound, coach. Sixty feet away, it's over. I'm striking everybody up. Y'all niggas be scared up there. You might, yeah, because I don't know if you got no control. I know for the catching it ain't going no. Yo, so, so, anyway, so, so here, here's the funny thing about control. I'm in little league, right? Left-handed, throwing hard, like hard as fuck, but I have no control. Yeah, I know. The next one to recruit you. That's what I remember that. Well, now I'm not even talking about that story. So here's the crazy thing, right? No control, but I can pitch hard. I'm, I'm terrifying at the mound, right? No, I'm sorry. No one, one, one quick thing before we go on. If you listen in, take a shot every time McGee say hard. Pause. Hey, yo. <laughs> hard. <laughs> hard, hard, hard. <laughs> so... My pops is getting frustrated with me. My coach is getting frustrated with me. You know what the fuck these niggas did in order for me to get control? They both stood at the plate. One on one side, the other on the other side. And they told me to pitch the fucking baseball. And if I hit them, it was going to be a problem. That was like like one of the scariest moments of my life. Did you varsity blues them? No, I did not. I did. Oh, all right. I, I learned how to get control that day. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Niggas terrified me. They scared the shit out of me, yo. Like, all right, now pitch the ball. And you I'm better sorry. not hit us. I'm what? sorry. Did that make you a better pitcher? Since we going on like eight minutes talking about baseball? It did. That's what's up. 
Oh, word. Yeah, right. We're not a sports podcast. Oh, oh wait, but they was but they was playing baseball at the beginning of the uh, of the season. Yeah, all, so. all Avi did was fuck the game up. <laughs> Time that out. Was, that was real crazy, son. That was back in <laughs> some way, on some Wayne's World shit. Like game on, game <laughs> on. So the co-op um, drug business continues to take a hit. <laughs> As uh, you know, the war just continues between Boston and Stanfield, and um, as a result of the war, um, all of the members of the co-op they're trying to push <laughs> Boxdale ass out. They gave Stringer, you know, basically an ultimatum. Um, yeah, what Prod just say? If you, if you, you can't sit at the head of our table if you can't control your does. <laughs> what do, what do mean, they call it? A crisis of what? Leadership. There you go. There you go. See, you've been paying attention. Ooh, Lord Memorial's on it. And he's yeah. watching three other shows right now. The word. Like, the nigga attention span is great right now. So, I can't, <laughs> can't do it. <clears throat> um, so, Stringer, he wasn't conflicted at all. You know what I mean? Because he's tired of all this shit with Avon. Because Avon don't want to see his POV. So, what does Stringer do? <laughs> That's crazy, sir. POV is a wild statement. I mean, point of view. <laughs> I know. Look, look, you look at y'all. Look at y'all. Look at y'all niggas. <laughs> Yo, internet. Let me tell you something, son. That nigga laughing so hard, he's a filthy animal. <laughs> he's a he's a filthy animal. He went crazy over POV. Like, come on, son. But give wow. you the, the illest, man. Yeah, we know what's in your search engine, my nigga. POV. <laughs> nah, ain't nothing in my search engine, man. Like, clear it. Storm me out right now. Hey, man. yo. This nigga said, Yo, Lord McMorris trying to get the shot, son. <laughs> listen, I, I, I had to listen back to the last episode. I know why Lord McMorris on his bullshit today, because. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was throwing himself under the bus last time. Yep, yep. So we got to watch out for him. He might, he might try to get us. Nah, we, so never, we see never. what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm not stricken. I ain't trying to get his <laughs> yeah, bro. You already, you already barked down for the day, man. Or Lord's supposed to stick together. I don't know what's going on, son. No, you're right. You're right. My fault. Shout out to the good brother Wayne. I do appreciate what Lord McMorris did, though. <clears throat> Yeah, my what, what do you do, internets? Nah, Lauren Moore set me up. I think he set me up. I mean, he was going to work out with Wayne anyway. But I happened to get there exactly at the same time as Wayne. So Wayne's like, yo, come downstairs after you finish whatever <laughs> the fuck you're doing. And then, I don't know. We did some workout that McGee surprisingly, like, uh, sarcastically had kind of posted in our group chat. Yeah, and it kind of did end up being like that. Exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I can't. Yeah, salute to y'all. Nut ass niggas who want to balance on fucking medicine balls and do squats and crunches at the same time with 45 pounds on top of your head. Can't, can't do that, son. Can we talk about it? When... You good? Just go upstairs. No, we, we got a guest. We got a guest. Nah, we ain't got no guest. Son, he's about to get himself in trouble. So I'm going to tell I'll just send him upstairs. Uh oh. Ty, man. <laughs> no, we good. All right, so Str- Stringer appears to have an epiphany. You know what I mean? Um, 
and he wants Levy to look over some of the paperwork from his B&B Enterprise and uh, Levy informs him that he's been rain made Clay Davis was pocketing all that damn bread that Stringer thought he was giving, you know what I mean, for the bribes. And he's none the wiser. Um, Stringer is so <laughs> fucking livid. He, he tasks. <laughs> tasks. Slim Charles, I was actually looking for you. Slim Charles to kill Senator Clay <laughs> Davis, but he ain't having it. And Avon, you know, steps in, like, tell him the fuck out of here, nigga. Like, Slim Charles is like, downtown. Citizen Clay Davis? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Murdering a thing, boss, but <laughs> that right there, that's crazy. Yeah. But that's what Stringer get for playing them fucking away games, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you if you go to play the away game, it's in your best interest to make sure that you have the protections in place you need. You should have had Levy look over the stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, because he did he had all the resources to protect himself, but yeah, like thought he was too smart. He yeah, got into a room without Levy. Like Levy said, don't don't ever let them get get you into a room without me. And that's what Stringer did. He got into a room without him, and they they put some stuff in his ear, had him thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna be this that and the third. But at the end of the day, it's all Lord jargon, Lord jargon and paperwork. So why not give it to your lawyer? But again, <clears throat> as we said in the previous episode, I truly believe Stringer was trying to hide a bunch of shit. And then he got so frustrated that nothing was being accomplished. He had to kind of sort of be like, fuck it. All right, let me let Levy look this shit over. But if he was really smart, he would have got a whole separate lawyer. Because Levy is a is is a, a criminal in himself. So he should have went legit and got a legit lawyer if he wanted to be legit, so to speak. So, I'm, I'm, all right, this is hypothetical. This is kind of off the top right now. So, pause. how do you here you go. How you feel? Like, what do you think the splits were like between? Because I know at one point they were saying they was pulling the Barstow crew was pulling in like uh, allegedly like a million a week. So let's 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 say hypothetically they're at about two fifty because there's other crews right now that are pretty strong and and uh, you know got work and then got the co-op people on the inside. So that's limiting how much you know control they had in the towers is going. What do you think the splits were like? Think Avon, like, because Avon was throwing money around in these last three episodes, like, it was nothing. Like, I mean, Stringer was kind of conservative, but then again, if you look at his loft, he was very wealthy. I don't know what the splits were. If I had to guesstimate, um, since Avon's name is on the marquee, it probably was like you know, a 60, 40, 70, 30, depending on. I don't think it was 50 50, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, and like, yeah, if, look at the difference of apartments. Like the one that he gave Avon looked like you know those old school uh, Pocono like bedrooms with like the the mirrors in the the, the ceiling, like with the with the heart shaped tub. That's what his joint looked like. Oh, like the short stage and shit that everybody goes. Yeah, to. right. Everybody. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess it word. But like. <laughs> <laughs> But Stringer joint was like some lavish, you know what I'm saying? He had samurai swords, like, you know what I'm saying? The joints you get on like the Hope Shopping Network at like four in the morning. Like he, like he was, he had some ill stuff in his crib. Nigga had a waterfall or some shit, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even, you know what I'm saying? He had Chinese writings and all that. Yeah, Stringer had the Zen, he had the Zen room and all that. 
or perhaps you know it was on some uh MWBE type shit where a lot of these companies who want to get that MWBE status I don't know if y'all know what that means not at all you kept saying it like it was common sorry 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 minority or woman owned business oh, okay. minority oh, woman right 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 right, that's, right. That's so, so a lot a lot of these contractors right they do the jig they do some funny shit so what they end up doing like cause the state government, these, you know, places they give out, um, they award contracts based on uh, if you like MWBE. So a lot of people, what they end up doing is they'll say like, all right, well, I can't find a minority or I don't want a black person to run my shit. So I'm going to get my, my sister, right? Huh? And what they end up doing is giving her like 51% of the company and of course she's the majority so she'll be considered a wbe um so i don't know back to the splits yeah i don't know i really don't know i don't get like two i mean maybe it's the principle that he got her for 250 and he wasn't getting nothing out of it maybe that it was that well no he remember he was getting he got 35 back remember they got the light they got the light bulb thing oh yeah I mean, but huh? yeah. But speaking of uh, Avon throwing the money around, when Cuddy went to him for that fucking box of equipment, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you get all that shit, like, get that nigga fifteen. Cuddy looked like he wanted like, to oh, kiss word? him. Yeah, he looked like he wanted to kiss that nigga. So, Cuddy, like, you would have thought he needed two hundred thousand when he was like, yo. You know what I'm saying with the with, with the sob story, like everything. Yo, but then peep it, like right. He got that 15 grand, but when them boys was boxing the other the other kids from the gym, they were still using that shitty ass equipment. So where that money went? Makita, the, the, the shipping and handling, man, it got it take time. Yeah, it's a, you know what I'm saying. He had to do the whole joint over. All right. But you know, you know, like. Fast forward, you see that the gym is nice, he, but he got all like puma suits and all like he got like the sweats <laughs> and stuff too. So, because he got the he got the city funding now with him, you know what I mean? They helped him out. True. So that, that fifteen grand he pocketed. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Perhaps. <laughs> Especially, I mean, think about it, like they like you got to pay it back. Avon um, Avon got locked up. Sure. Yeah, it was off the books anyway. Right. So politics as usual. Carcetti and Terry D. They decide that the only way for Carcetti to become mayor of Baltimore is to have his longtime friend Anthony Gray into the race to split the black vote. You think Carcetti was grimy for that, or oh, that was just? I mean, that's the game is the Yeah, the game is the game, man. That's a smart move. So yeah, I don't think he should have been loyal to Gray. In a so wait, what, by being loyal to him, you think he's gonna tell him like in advance, like you can't win, but I need you to get these votes because I I want to run. Um, not necessarily, but at least let him know, like, because he he hated the fact that he was running for mayor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if that's your man, I you know. Oh, you gotta think. Greg wanted him on his ticket, didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He tried. He tried to give him this like, oh, you take this secondary job right here. I'm gonna run for mayor. Yeah. Well, he should have still said, "Nah, I'm good. I'm I'm gonna run against you." You know what I mean? But then yeah, now, but... but then now you have 
now you put Gray on, you know, now you're on Gray's radar. If he's, you know what I'm saying, now he can play in and attack you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just thinking, like, he's not going to win. You know, long term, he's not going to win. So let him split up the black vote, and that helps me out. But he's thinking he can win. So he's like, yo, let me just get Carcetti out of here. Like, whatever he knows, like, you know what I'm saying? So if I was Carcetti, I probably would have did the same thing. Yeah, plus plus he know how Carcetti get down. Like, word. Like, I know how you operate, like, well, then they would do all this stuff. So they really wasn't friends at anyway, then. If that's the case, co workers. Nah, but he just said that's the longest one that he's been, he's worked with. Yeah, as long as coworker. I mean, think about it. Like, if there's one promotion, and you and your coworker, y'all cool, but yeah, you know, he wants the job. You want to tell him that you want it, that you go for it too. I mean, <laughs> let the best man win, right? I mean, true. That's but, I mean, what you know, did. Yeah, I mean, he let him run, but then he came in That's after. A fact. Nah, but great. I mean, towards the end of the um, season, you can see Gray seeing the writing on the wall with Carcetti get all poetic in that last scene at the um, council meeting. Yeah, dude had a way with words. Like, yeah, he know what to do. Yeah, he, you know, Carcetti, he shined at that that hearing. You know what I mean? He was looking very mayoral. Um, he got into them niggas' ass though, <laughs> and then he turned it on himself like, oh. You know, I'm I'm not only mad at y'all, but I'm mad at myself for, <laughs> for letting all the debris on these Baltimore streets just sit there. I could have picked up the cup that I saw this morning. It's like Some a parent. Shit. Like, yeah, you know man. What, what, you know what? It's my fault. I, I let you do this. I let you watch TV. I, I spoiled you. It's my fault. Yeah, it's this. Fucking <laughs> Teresa D'Agostino in the audience look like she about to cry and shit because of his speech. Like, this nigga. Yeah, I think that's what she knew. Like, all right, I'm rocking with son. He got it. Carl Kitty did have a way with words. But it's kind of funny because Burrell, you know, hit him up to use him against Royce. And then that shit ended up backfiring on him. Backfiring on him. Like, like the same advice he gave Rawls, he should have took for himself. Like, your politics doesn't suit you. Like... (laughs) I, I know BC don't want to hear this, but Needham, Needham may have a point. Uh-oh, what? speak on it. <laughs> hey, what what nah, just, was that? Just that the fact that, you know, Burrell's constantly <laughs> falling on the swords. You know, on not, nothing like nothing negative happens like to Rawls. You know what I'm saying? You know how Needham said all, you know, all the white characters, they all like pretty much got free. I guess with the exception of McNulty kind of being just, but well, he's just an asshole, but he gets away with the shit the whole time. I mean, wait, wait. So, but he just because it, he got the L six figure job, you know what I'm saying? Doing nothing. Like he he came out okay. Yeah, but he that's played. not what he, that's not what he nego- he negotiated that he'd be the commissioner for the balance. Of, like he he you tried to use that against Royce and it ended up backfiring because you know Royce no longer the mayor. So I mean, it kind of yeah. His deal like I said before, when you overplay your hand. He overplayed his head, and that's what happens to you. Like we over, like you know, everything goes out the window then. Because once you put all your cards out there, and sorry, that wasn't it. You know, you gotta just deal with what comes. I suppose, but if the brother Needham was on, he would say Rawls still made it out scot free. 
I mean, he never. I mean, Rules got the off the police department too. He had to go to the Maryland State. Uh, but like, again, he, ne- he never, he never dropped no money. Probably. Nah, I, the state, the state troopers make way less than the city, because they, they, they just drive the highway. You don't think that that job is more dangerous or as dangerous though? I think, I think it's. Yeah, because you never know who you pull it over. You could be on the on the highway, you be pulling over people coming off a run, or some drug cartel dudes, whatever. You never know. But I mean, at the same time, when you're in the Wild West, Western District, like your interactions is more likely to, you know, in a day. I think in a day you'd have more violent interactions than you would on a highway patrol. Or well, potential violent interaction. You hopefully they're not all potential. Violent. Yeah, potential. I'm just saying, throughout the course of a shift in a, in a Baltimore day, just think about like the Western way, like at least once every day, somebody something crazy has happened, or they chasing somebody, or they fighting, or whatever. I hear, I hear what you're saying. You make you make a valid point. So if y'all were law enforcement, where would y'all want to be? Y'all would want to be walking the beat, or y'all would want to be pushing paper. Which would you rather do? Paper. Like push it. What kind of paper? Like standing at the desk at the police station, or right so course, like or something like Fat John Cena, being a house cat. No, give give me give me Prez's job before he um fucked up. Ah uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I would I would want to work on like a, a detail work. I would I would work on a detail. Yeah, but I'm I'll be in house. I'll be cool with that. Mm-hmm. I would like to be inside, but come outside every now and then. So. <laughs> Yeah, I can do that. Like, I I come up for like the um for the busts, you know, like when you know when everybody's there. So, you know, we all, you know it's not just gonna be me. No, so you want put a, you want to put on your tactical vest, go kick in some doors, and then go back right to the office. Yes, sir. Take gotcha. some pictures. Take some pictures. You know what I'm saying? I'm with that. I can do that. Right. And as long as everybody meet up at the bar afterwards, we good money. I mean, I ain't even gotta go to the bar. Just. My check come through every two weeks. I'll, I'll do all the tactical stuff. Well, what about you, Ruby? You want to be in the field? Nah, hell no, son. Nope, not me. You definitely want to be one of them niggas that ride around with the um the uh, bulletproof vest on all day. Fuck that! Put me in the <laughs> helicopter unit. <laughs> Put me in the helicopter. Oh, you foxtrot? Put me in the bus. <laughs> Put me on the boat. Something. Nah, I'm not fucking. Uh, I'm not gonna be in them streets. Well, it depends on what streets you talk about. I'm about to say Baltimore. No, no. Howard, Howard County, absolutely. Like what? Yeah, I mean, like it, there's no beat. Like what the beat <laughs> is like house mobs. Like what's the like you like in the the suburbs? There's nothing. I uh, know. That's what they want you to think. Mm-hmm. All right. Some crazy ass motherfucker with a meth lab. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's another. Well, that goes to another series. Right. Breaking Bad. That's fire. I, I think we might have to cover that one too. Yeah, Walter White. That's my man. Yeah, that's like eight seasons. Ain't no way I'm covering no. Uh, yeah, we can't. We can't do like eight seasons. We would have to do. I don't know. We, I guess to figure it out offline. Uh, just sub 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 me in, man. I, I I'll be a guest uh, every once in a while. <laughs> so then, how you gonna do Game of Thrones then? Game of Thrones Word. is different. It's a different story. That's, that's a whole different. Uh, All, right. We're talking about. All right. All right.
That's cool. Right. So Brother Muzon is back. He forces his minion Lamar to enter an all-male establishment to look for Omar. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar had major pushback at first, but ended up doing it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I think it was like, hey, friend, <laughs> you're back. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm going to keep it all the way told you. I would have been on some Lamar shit too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he had to put. He had to put the yeah, honey. Yo, at the, at the oh my gosh, uh, yo, that, Lamar, Lamar was wild. <laughs> as soon as someone pushed up on him, yo, he was wilder than boys, man. <laughs> Word up, son. Oh, and speaking of Raw, shout out to Raw. Word with a Cosby sweater on at that, just chilling, yeah, chilling. I'm surprised like nobody found that out. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Like nobody Maybe that's why knew? I never became commissioner. Mm. Niggas knew how he gave it up. Literally. <laughs> Too soon. Damn. And it's Pride Month. You wilding right now. Anyway. No, it's listen. not. It's July. Oh, yeah. I forgot. It is July 1st. My bad. Yeah, so all that stuff is done. You back hey, to yo. black. <laughs> yo, chill out. Internet. Oh, <laughs> We with everybody. Oh, I didn't we mean it like everybody. that. Nah, but I mean, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. So the trap is set. Omar's BF <laughs> gets caught trying to run down on Lamar. You know what I mean? Asking uh, for Omar's whereabouts. And uh, this is when Mr. Bowtie and Omar reunite. It's like the greatest scene ever. Yeah. Bow tie. Oh man, that's that fucking drop your laundry, remove your gun slowly, and throw it to the side. Uh, that shit was epic, though, man. Yeah, like, so I turn around, but I ain't dropping this shit. I'm about to pull it out. <laughs> there you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Super pause. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like your favorite 45, huh? He said, yeah, yeah. tonight. Tonight <laughs> I do. Tonight I do. It's a nice showpiece you got there. Like I said, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you right in your elbow. He said, yeah, it ain't gonna stop me from emptying this clip. <laughs> you gotta hit me. These niggas just the yo, that was a great scene. Yeah, he was like, even from this, this with this caliber, <laughs> this distance. <laughs> Can't miss. Even, if, even if I miss, I can't miss. <laughs> this is like a great man. All right, let me ask you something, brother. Omar listening. <laughs> I hate when that nigga speak in the third person. I hate people that speak in the third person. I'll be honest. Yeah, Omar is crazy. So they plot to kill Stringer. Um, and, and from that point on, you know what I mean? It's definitely on site. Uh, we going we gonna to talk about Avon giving them up or I mean we could talk about Avon giving them up. We could talk about Stringer giving up Avon. What you want to talk about first? I mean Stringer, I mean we knew why Stringer wanted to do that. So I guess my question is for Avon, do you think it was just the fact that Brother Muzon called him out or the combination of that he had D killed and all that other stuff? It was the, a simple the fact the game is the game. It was a simple fact that he couldn't do nothing about it. And he wanted to keep his his connect and his contact with New York intact. And that was that's worth more to him than 
Stringer. Yeah, that's true. Because he was like, the first thing he was like, yo, my man made a mistake. How can I yeah. fix it? Yeah. yeah, he said, yeah, I'll pay. Whatever it is, I'll pay. Yeah, again, Avon throwing his money around. But was but was he said that? Well, I mean, think about it. Stringer could tell him, yo, we got all this money. We got all this money. Is there? Why not? Yeah, it was nothing he can do behind that. It wasn't because you know Stringer had something to do with uh, D'Angelo. Yeah, at that point, it was the it was the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 yep. There was no money that could that could fix it, and it was either. He was gonna be dead in the streets, but Stringer was gonna get Stringer was gonna get killed anyway, cause you you know what I'm saying they was they wasn't gonna stop just because Avar said I'm not gonna give up. But here's the thing, right? How come both of them didn't know something was up at that last scene with the two of them at the I apartment? Think they did. I think they both did. Well, I mean, you have to think. All right, so. Both of them sitting there, essentially, they plotting on each other. Yeah. They, they trying to be none the wiser that, like, okay, I'm going to assume my man ain't doing this to me, although I'm about to, you know, stab him in his back, essentially. So I think they both was on that, you know, like... I think they both knew what it was. They both knew that was going to be their last time it. together. That was their last time together. And they made they both was acting weird, like super weird. Yeah. Right. So I think... <laughs> it wasn't natural. You know what I mean? It interacts. It was like, eh. Nah, that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm looking at a different like That looked like a... I, nah, I honestly, think it, it was like a, a good conversation between two friends who had been known each other for a really long time. It seemed, it's, yeah, it seemed like it was, a It was very random, though, at the time. Like, let's talk about this right now. Like, like almost like I'm eulogizing you. Like, this is how we want to remember you kind of shit. But I think that's where they both was at. Like, they were looking... Because, like, they both saw... That their end, their their run together was over with. They both saw that. So Stringer knew sending Avon to jail. That was it. And Avon knew, but Stringer, that was it. So for them, yeah, this is the end of the road. So now you know they here. This is where it all started. Us looking at this building. This is gonna be ours. And now we got it. And like you said, kind of like yo, I'm gonna remember this. This is what it was. But this is the end though. Regardless. You ain't gonna front that Batman story was funny as hell though. <laughs> Nigga say he was beating his chest running the shit. <laughs> yeah, either y'all ever played badminton before? Like Yeah, I played that shit before. Okay, that makes sense. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, what? What Why it makes sense? You live in the land of what is it, is it, I'm sorry, is it no sidewalks or uh, sidewalks that mean you live in the suburbs? I mean, they both they both suburbs, but we just live in the land of no sidewalks. So let me give y'all history about me. Like I was just, I was on my mighty duck shit. Like I could fucking ice skate, rollerblade, like I love Charlie Conway, my nigga. I mean, he was ice skating. Char- but Charlie Conway, when Banksy was ni- Banks was nice though. Banks was better than because you know what I'm saying when they went to high school. Banks got with the varsity, and you know what I'm saying Charlie. What uh, he was nice, bro. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You can ice skate? Yeah, you can. You can ice skate? I can't, I can't rollerblade, so I'm, no, no. I can rollerblade and ice skate. I yeah, can rollerblade backwards, all that shit. I can rollerblade, roller skate. And I uh, can skate four wheels. I could do that. Four wheels on one line. Hell no. And I can handle a hockey stick. Pause. Hey, yeah. Great too. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like the only kid in, a, in like in, in like my neighborhood wore four wheel or the um 
They lost Cage. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought you about to say you played rugby like um, Bunk, too. Nah. Or lacrosse, whatever the shit was. I ain't played none of that shit. That's crazy, though. You wear a polo rugby to go play football. That's wild. Yeah, rugby's a fire on the low. But. All right, let's let's get back on the on the episode. Back to the episode. So basically, like you know, the symbolism behind Avon's death. Oh, sorry, Shringer's death and Avon's incarceration is that they both essentially died. You know what I mean? And that was the that was the end of the Barksdale reign. The Barksdale yep. crew is <laughs> no more. What did they say? The chickens come home to roost. <clears throat> That was it. Yeah, but that that setup that setup was clean though. How Omar and uh, Brother Muzon ran down on him. Word, dude, they have no way out. Yeah, it's, it's one way in, one way out. He had a way out. He just ain't want to be Spider Man. That's all. Uh, shit. You would have jumped. Why I probably not? would have flew. Nah, that was more than four floors up. Remember, I mean, I know Omar survived it later on in the show, but aim for the bushes. What movie was that? Y'all saw the, uh, hey, it was with uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell. They were cops. Uh, that's a good movie, too. So and, the other guys or some shit like that, right? Yeah, the other guys. When, when The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson jumped off the building, <laughs> it was like, you know, A for the bushes? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're going to go out anyway, go out, go out your own way. McGee, McGee must not have been a fan, but when, when that, when Sun got shot, his fake bodyguard and he took off running <laughs> that nigga I don't know this, you can't tell me you could have broke out that fucking boarded up shit like, yeah like this nigga ran up he ain't gonna run down Obama standing right there how you gonna run down that wasn't the only first of all how I brother Mozone the... ass get up there That that that's more so the question that needs to be asked but <laughs> I'm like how did he get to the top floor before this nigga got in there that nigga climb the fire escape or something now you know and why he holds his gun like that like he holds it like straight to his chest i mean to his stomach like he doesn't move it like that drinks that's probably the pro- proper way for all we know yeah, a real stone cold killer that's what yeah not on some street shit when niggas hold it to the side i mean i would i would do that <laughs> hold it to the side that's a kill shot though that should look cooler though yeah even then rico turned the joint sideways when he killed bitch Problem. Word, that's crazy. Yeah, you probably hold that shit that way because you can't see when a nigga pull the trigger. That's why the shit is so fast. It's like he's not making no movement. So why you that way? Initially, I was going to try to see if my wife would come on to talk about her. Oh boy, but she's not available. Uh, she's at the gym right now, so it don't matter. All right, but. So what what was your initial thoughts on you know the death of Stringer? You know was it long overdue? No he didn't get no song. They ain't sing no nothing for him. <laughs> the only person who grieved him was Shorty. Darnet. Uh, no, McNutty grieved him as well. Yeah, McNutty was nah, hurt. McNutty was sad. grieved for himself. That was you're right. You're he right. Had nothing you're to do right. because he was just like, yo, I had him and he don't know. But that's yes. what hurt him. Or did y'all see when Stringer was breathing when he was laid out on the floor? Yo, yeah. 
I was like, come on, man. Like, they could have did a better job with that shit. It was wonderful when they took like a picture of some dead and like his eyes blinked. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> now, as a result of Stringer's death, Stansfield crew, they rise to power, spread the word that they're the ones that were responsible for his death. Um, that's big cap, as these kids would say. Uh, you know, the Barksdale crew, they want to get active and get at Marlowe, you know, but Avon tells them that he ain't got nothing to do with Stringer dying. That's when Slim Charles talking about we fight on that lie. Mm-hmm. You know, all this other shit. I mean, Slim Charles made a lot of sense. Made a lot of, you know, sense with that, though. We fight on that lie. I mean, how many how many lies you think America done fought on? My fault. Let me let me not go into hey, that. Yo, man, podcast about to get <laughs> shut. Man, <laughs> this shit turned to some conspiracy podcast real quick just now, yo. Well, let me not let me not go into that. But I'm just saying, like, for real, like if if they're saying that they did it, you know, what I'm saying you have to fight. You have to, cause like you keep. Your name is everything anyway, so you gotta come back and do it. My name is my name. Yeah, I mean I'm Slim Charles like you're right. Slim Charles made a great point though. Like regardless of the situation that caused his death, you know, automatically it's, it's gonna be on the bar on a on the Stanfield crew and they gotta get back at him. I agree now, now that I rewatch it again, I agree with how you felt earlier in the season when you said Snoop OD with the story she kind of gave as you know how Stringer yeah. died so it was crazy he, he, she, he crying on his knee like a bitch you know what I mean I'm like although it was kind of somewhat he didn't cry but he he definitely he, sat there and tried to negotiate he his bargained life. he bargained he went through the stages of grief the seven you know what I'm saying <laughs> he he bargained with them then he tried to accept he denial acceptance Anger, all that. He went through all that. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie. This is probably one of the first times I really noticed that both uh, Stringer and Coleman, you know, hit people prior to their death of sorts. You know, get it on it, mother. You know, but they didn't get to finish the words. But or they both had that kind of finishing last statement before they were one was excommunicated, the other was actually killed. But. Excommunicated, great SAT word, sir. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, this nigga smart. Major crimes and homicide. Investigative unit finally get their man, Avon Barksdale, with the help of none other than Stringer Bell. Russell Bell, that <laughs> is. Um, so, like we said before, the Barksdale crew is no more, and McNutty is upset about Stringer's death. But at least they get to put the braces on Avon, you know. Um, the aftermath of all that shit that happened in the past three episodes, or these last three episodes, I should say. Donette crying for yet another man. <laughs> she didn't even cry for... I'm about to say, did she cry for D'Angelo? She no. cried for him. No, she did not. She, she not cried for him. Crocodile tears for D'Angelo. Nah, she gave away his clothes. She <laughs> <laughs> She did not cry for that man. She know? cried for the nigga at, at the funeral. Oh, nah, that's big cat thing. Like, come on, son. She's if anything, you know, people cry funerals just because. You're right. She was she was not crying for him. 
She, matter of fact, she was holding, she was holding son's head. Well, he had his head on shoulder, like, come on, man. She knew what it was. She talking, he talking like, yo, get in the car, wait for me. Like, damn, this nigga dead. You talking like that's your wife. You know what I'm saying? She ain't care about D'Angelo. Since that Thanksgiving dinner. Son, the cookout, I told you. My man Stringer went straight for her, did the twirl, like, woo. Yeah, shit went straight as soon as he did that. Nigga said he did a twirl, son. Nah, he twirled her. He He twirled Shorty. He twirled her around, like, put her arm up and did the, like, she a ballerina. He definitely did that. Had to look up and down and shit. That's That's crazy. That's another McGee move. Hey, yo, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. What, what drink? Yo. I know hey, those kind of hugs. That's just, yeah, son, that's you. Oh, I know those kind of hugs. Oh, well, I gotta be me, son. Well, you the hook, you the hook more chest nuts. Yeah, but I'm washed, man. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. In the previous life, that was a move, bro. It could have been. No, Listen, someone do that to you, right? You had a forehead kiss. You go to a cookout. Non church hug. Yeah, absolutely. You go to a cookout, right? And like, you know what I'm saying? Son, like, you know, see shorty, you, you, you lay, right? And do the twirl. Like, you stalling? Like, right then and there? Like, yo, he twirled you. Like, are you going to fight? Or what's your what's your next move? What are you like, talking about? Say that again, so, just so I got it right. You go to an event, right? And son wow. that you, like, a dude that you know, he like, you know, your lady that... That I know or that I don't know? I mean, you got to say, I guess you know. Because he okay. knew D'Angelo. So, and he do the twirl. All right. All right, dude, dude is an OG. Put it like that. Yeah, but he do the twirl like on some like like how Stringer did. Yeah, like he tore your girl up. Word. What like, what's I your do? next move? Yeah, what's your next move? I'm gonna go twirl her friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, all right. Oh, all right. <laughs> you wouldn't be twirled. I'm gonna twirl your homie. Nigga, ask for clarification. That shit went left. Anyway, uh, Omar tosses weapon, used to kill Stringer, while posters of Frank Sabaka are still up. <laughs> Fucking Marlo and Chris attend Avon's trial. And uh, Coven and Bubbles, they overlook the rubble. Yeah, can I ask one question? Did we did we have to see um Daniel shoot the club up? Yeah, that was. I that was like, what does that have to do with anything in this story? It had nothing to do with it, but I guess Rhonda Perlman was so happy that she was out, like the side chick finally won, like
talk to Shorty in a different language and she understands. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, I guess, like that mall thing. Like how mall is. Like how, you know, you can do that that, that fly. I can talk to Shorty. I can take me and take me and dead. I can do all of them. Can we all agree that wasn't fly shit, though? That was the wacky. Where he, call, where he called and paid for the dinner <laughs> when she was out with another dude? Yeah. That, that, I don't understand the intent behind. Like, what was that? What, like, what, I what was he trying people. to accomplish with that? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like she's yeah. out with a whole different nigga. Like, are you trying to be nice? Like, now in the like, it's some wild because it, especially if he didn't smash, like that's crazy. Uh, like, you pay, like if you pay, because he said, yo, we went out a couple times. So I don't know if he's a, if he's the kind of cat who go and smash for the first night. Not sure, but if he didn't smash and they she caught like the audacity for her to call him. To say, yo, yeah, I'm at a restaurant how, with how this dude. feel like, yo, why does the dude know we out on a date at this restaurant right now to pay for the shit? Right. Yeah. So, son, like, she's on a date with son, having a great time. You know, he done got <laughs> drunk, and he takes shorty home and whatever. Even if he don't, like, hey, great night on him. I got the next one. Like, what? Like that? I don't. I don't get that. I don't get that. I would never. I don't know what so was smoking. Or pay pay for the next man to to get the y'all mean. How? Like how? Like how does that even work? Like what? How do you compute that? And you say yo, that's you want to know some fly shit I did. <laughs> I said yo, this some fly shit I did. <laughs> like that's crazy. Like you telling the story, yo, peep this. You want to see some fly shit I did? I paid for their dinner. Yo, hey, y'all know Joe would have clouded his ass. That's why he can get away with that shit with Rory. Rory's probably like, oh okay. Yeah, that shit, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. <clears throat> That's weird to me. Yeah. So I, I mean, more. So is more low key like a sucker? Because like, uh, well, in that just, scenario, hell yeah. But because like, how could Shorty right. even feel comfortable? Let's keep Ooh. it tall. Keep it tall. Just look at more, right? He need, he needs money to get women. Period. Like the nigga looks crazy. Like. He looks crazy. Even like the shit that he be throwing on just don't I don't give a fuck what it costs. It just don't it don't it don't make sense. Like it don't fit right, don't look right, it just looks stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like the nigga Rory dressed better than him with a fucking Target t-shirt and some fucking JC Penny sweats and some Ooh. fucking some some uh you know white bands. Word like and that nigga look more put together than he do. Like I don't get it. Maul just looks crazy. So how you really feel. That's probably yeah, why. Like, 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 yeah, you definitely like you thought about that. <laughs> I just thought I just thought about it now. <laughs> It's not like I had the shit in the back of my head. It's Joe. said he had it. You had this on your mind. Word, you had like, the clip ready. Like I've been waiting. Like I've been waiting to shoot at Roy and Moore podcast. Like, you know what I mean? They left my nigga Joe. It's all about New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Franklin, stand up. There <laughs> you go. I see how you switch it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've been waiting on that shit. Yeah, nah, that was that was that was corny. Like, I don't even know how you even, you know, you want to know some fly shit I did? Like, that's what gets me, sir. Like, Yo, now, guess what? You, you know they're you know they not going to acknowledge us at the podcast awards now, right? You know what I'm saying? So we can, yeah, we can go up there like Snoop Dogg. 
Like, yo, y'all got love for us? Y'all got love for through the wire? And what we doing? All right. Well, let it be known. I ain't know we gonna have podcast beef on that season three. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I mean it's it's relevant. I mean I don't know why, but it's just made that was just a real sucker move. You know, that was just stupid. Like I've never heard nothing like that, son. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> R.I.P. to your man Johnny. Fuck oh, you, Johnny, the fuck up out of here. The yeah. white crackhead. Yeah, yeah, he passed away. Oh. The, uh, I forgot which episode, but they found him in the vacants. Well, look they at his story. They did the raid. It didn't end that well. Poor white I don't, I'm not going to lie. I don't like how Bubs just picks up these random ass kids and just like work with them and try just to live with them on stuff. Live with them and shit. That was always weird, but you yeah. know. I guess he's trying to be a mentor. Especially next season with my man. I forgot what it is. It's not Canard, but it's Sherrard. Yeah, Sherrard. Yeah. I mean, he tried to get into school. You know what I'm saying? He tried to do the right thing. He uncle and all that. He tried to get into school. That joke was crazy. He had his hair half braided. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. The nigga said he got bad homework to do it. Open up the dictionary. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to ask you a question because I meant to ask this earlier and I put it in my own notes. All right. So when Freeman is with Bernard and Squeak and they doing the whole can you read number shit? Was he literally just sitting there looking at the he, numbers that he was he typing looked, on the phone? He looked at the numbers he was typing <laughs> on the phone, my nigga. <laughs> yes, you could you could hear the tone of the keypad and identify what was pressed, but this nigga was legit looking at his fucking <laughs> phone, son. Yeah, that shit bothers me every time I see it. I'm like, yo, he's just looking at the numbers. Why are y'all so impressed? Hey, hey Marlene, put the peaches on the stove. <laughs> The cobbler got to go in the oven. Yeah. Them collard greens need some turkey necks. All right. Three, one, zero. <laughs> like he sat there and looked, he sat there and looked at the whole shit. Like, <laughs> when I was like, yeah, we could do business. <laughs> so he can't wait to go to jail. <laughs> Shorty was on his back, even at the fucking precinct. Like, Bernard. Like, yo, that was your, like, that was your people. Like, you the one who told me to do this. That's what, like, I don't don't know what he, like, first of all, if you in this kind of work, a lot of work, why would you even be listening to your woman anyway? Or something like that. That has nothing, like, this is your life. You can go to jail, you can get killed over this. And you really going to just, you know what I'm saying, take some weak pops? Because her, you know her teeth was, she had the L, like, you know how, like, the tooth, like, the, the teeth curve around, like, the uh, like the fish? Like, the joint looked crazy. Her mouth was crazy, poor. But, like, <laughs> like, I wouldn't even do all of that. Like, show you was not worth my life, son. Nigga said, I can't wait to go to jail. Who says shit like that? Ah, superlative. That's what it's called. My bad. 20 minutes later. <laughs> I mean, I oh, think we're right. almost at time for superlative. So. Oh, it's, are we doing that now? Or is that, that's next one, right? End of season awards. Who's your MVP? Morgan Morris. Oh, oh wow. All right. Uh, Can I play? Yes. Who is 
the MVP of season three. Uh, I, I guess that'd be Carcetti. Okay. Wait, hold on. Let me. You know, let me. That was that caught me off guard. Let me really think. Yeah, I'll go first. So I'll go. My MVP is tied. All right, Carcetti and Marlowe. The way they both position themselves to be where they want to be. Mm, yep. Co MVPs. I like that because uh, Carcetti was involved, so I, I could go with uh, Marlowe and Carcetti. Um, my my MVP personally. And I had to rethink this. I, I thought about this for a decent amount of time today. I'm going to give it to o, Omar. I think he was the MVP of the season. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's a, what you call it, what, a dark horse in the, in the game. But I felt like, you know, he didn't take any L's this year or this season. I'm sorry. He just lost a boyfriend. That was it. Was that this season he lost a boyfriend? I mean, you got to think. Last time you see him was this season. The next time he got the, the Spanish drink. Oh. I don't know why you just called that man a Spanish drink, but... Hey, I mean, to, to Omar he is. I mean, to me. Yo, yo, yo. All right, let's get right I, past I this. Right <laughs> let's get right past this. I'm not well, doing not no right editing right? tonight. No editing. Uh, this is staying in there. Lord McMorris called him a Spanish joint. Pause. Who your MVP though? Who your MVP though? For me? Yes. I, I, I thought I could go for. That. I thought I could go for that. I could go for. I had Carcetti originally, and you know Marlowe. I could give that. Yep. I could All right. That. So who's most improved? Uh, for me personally, I'm gonna I'm go with Colvin. I know y'all. I know y'all don't like how the whole hamster damn thing went down, but I actually like how we compared to how he started versus how we ended. I thought he was most improved. His finish wasn't all that great, but I think he made a difference. Just look ahead, man. All right, go ahead. Who else? Who got you? Who y'all got for most improved? Oh, uh, so for me, I, I'm gonna go with Cuddy. That's a good. That was my second. That was my second choice. I'm going to go with Cuddy because it's like you said, where he started and how he finished, paused, or ended up. Um, the growth, you know, he, he wanted to be out in the streets, but he was conflicted. And he realized that was for him. And he wanted to help the youth, not hurt them. So he turned his life around, you know, opened up a boxing gym. And now he's trying to do something for the community. So I ain't going to fuck his boxing with some shit, though. Uh, Although they have heart, though, I give them that. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Despite that, there for three rounds, just yeah. got beat on. Beat on. <laughs> All the kids, go Justin, go. <laughs> little little niggas giving them work too. Violating them. All right, my fault. Go ahead, Lord and Morris. Uh. I was no, but no. I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna say he's gonna get it. I think next year. Next season, um, but uh, I'll go. I think Cuddy. I'll give it. I'll go for Cuddy this season. Wait, so who's gonna get it next year? That that'd be I, more. I think Carver. I think Carver had like a real real growth. You know what I'm saying with what he was doing with the with the kids and learning and like being like a, he became like a really good cop. I, I I hear you. That makes sense. In the fourth season, was it fourth or was it fifth? They run together. Well, fourth, fourth is when he, I mean, he 
remember he knows all the kids on the on the he knows all the hoppers on the corner. Right. I'm yeah. the impact shit birds. Little shit birds. Yeah. Um all right, so who gets the nasty award? I think we might all have the same answer to this one. Now, now I'm interested to hear because it, it ain't Pooh for once. I hope not. Did Pooh do anything this season? Nah, he wasn't he was barely <laughs> in the season besides with blood on his face from the ground. Um, Nasty award go, for me gonna go to McNutty because for him to leave his kids at home <laughs> to drive an hour away to D.C. to get some yams, that's, that's a different type of nasty to me, man. You know what I'm saying? I can respect McNutty making that move. Um, it might be in, in bad taste, but I'm going to give a nasty award to Rawls. Oh, man. <laughs> just because we just discovered that about him in this season. I mean, I guess technically I could give it to Lamont, too, but, you know, it's just he was forced into that position that, you know, he had to be the, the guinea pig for the, um, you know, to, to, to bring Omar's people up. Yeah, I just calling this nigga Lamar. His name was Lamont. <laughs> you called him Lamar early. That's why I, I, yeah. I had Lamont. Fucking Lamont. What about you, Lord McMorris? Is he here? Should we lose the guard? Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. All right. So we going we going to assume. Lord McMorris gave the nasty award to he probably gave it to um, McNulty for being a, I don't want to call him a, a disrespectful word but when he was talking that old I want to be taken out stuff mm. although Griff to technically get it too although I was I will, I, in a sense he kind of down with the black men don't cheat stuff but you know she was living foul too Yeah, Graves are getting busy yeah, she's definitely getting busy. Although she was, she was tutored by McNulty at the same time. Though. Mm-hmm. So who would you put your starting five? Yeah, it's the obvious. I mean, so I got, I got my, my the God Omar, mm-hmm. um, Marlo, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Avon. I mean, Avon and Springer they deserve to still be in that starting five. Hmm. I mean, they were they 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 ran point on a lot of stuff. I mean, I don't know. And let's see who I who I put in that fifth spot. Shit, you know what I think about it. Most improved might have been Slim Charles. You think so? I'm just saying. Again, you see his come up like even even String recognized it. Like, yo, watch Slim Charles. Like, seem to be Avon right hand man now. Like, yeah. Everything was going through him war wise. He's definitely so hello. Yeah, yo, we here. Yo, I was here the whole time. Like, y'all couldn't hear me. Nah, I don't. I don't I'm not giving it to McNutty. I'm giving it. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> just, nah, yeah, just yeah, popped yeah. out of nowhere, son. You gave it to McNutty, son. Nah, I was. I'm gonna give it to Teresa. Hey, yo. Cause Shorty took mad. Like she was smashing mad dudes. You know what I'm saying? Not just that. Not just she took Carcetti first, then McNutty, but also she had like another two on the side. If you put what she was really, you know what I'm saying? What she was saying. So uh, she, this is what she do. So she took mad team the whole se- season. Uh, so, season. so I'm about to be devil's advocate because you know what's gonna happen. The internet's about to get on you, son. 
why, why does that have to mean that the woman is nasty? Why can the men be out here acting nuts? You ain't got the freedom to do that. But the women out here, you know, they nasty. Do as you please. Uh, but this is the place where we're gonna give. Well, I'm giving an award, and we're gonna give it to Nick Nutty for like smashing a couple. She smashed more than him, and she was the female version. So. Nah, McNutty might deserve it because he tried to run down on some random ass person that he saw. He thought it was uh, B. Beatrice <laughs> Russell. This nigga, this oh, yeah, nigga that, really that was extra, traffic, like, That was crazy. He ran in the middle of traffic to go find her. Yeah. It wasn't even her. I oh, mean, that that was crazy. Almost and had they, had, they had Bub's cart in the back of the trunk of the, of the Malibu. So who in your star five, Lord and Mars? <laughs> Uh, like uh, Nutty, Carcetti. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Got, uh, all right. Got those two. Nutty, Carcetti, Omar. Got him. Uh, in this season, MVP. Um, I, I got Marlo and my last guy. Yeah, it's, it's COVID. COVID. Yeah, of that's fucking attitude. I ain't, I ain't giving no props this season. That nigga was annoying. <laughs> he was. It's like every episode, like, uh, what about Stringer? Like, he's not even, he's not even target. But what about Stringer? No, Stringer's the real target. Yeah, that joke. He had a, like you say, uh, a Stringer, a hard on him. Yeah, he had a hard on Gotta take your shot. If you still, if you still listening, take your shot. <laughs> <laughs> You had a hard on for, for Stringer, man. <laughs> All right, so, you know, we got through the, the season-ending awards. So, what were some of your favorite quotes during this season? Hold on, I actually, I actually wrote these. Oh, not wrote it down. Put it in my phone. This was a question? Yes. Like, that was said before today? Yeah, it was in, it was in uh, 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 Lord BG's notes. That was yesterday's right there. All right, you know what? All right. All right. So you want me to go ahead since clearly Lord more prepared for this. All right. So I like heavy is the head that wears the crown. Freeman said that. Uh-huh. Omar classic quote: "The range in this caliber, even if I miss, I can't miss." Yeah. <laughs> and Bodie, this is one of those things, uh, one of those uh, contrapment things, and obviously Ronda Prominent corrects him and says entrapment. And Omar's. Uh, you know, famous quote, all in the game, yo. All in the game. All right, so some of my favorite is what I tell you about playing them fucking away games. That's <laughs> by Avon. Um, here's another one by Avon. I ain't no suit-wearing businessman mm-hmm. like you. You know, I'm just a gangster. Just a gangster, I suppose. Uh, there's another one. This was said by Burrell. Um, if the gods are fucking you, <laughs> find a way to fuck them back. It's Baltimore, gentlemen. The gods will not save you. Yeah, that's dope. I like all of them. My joint would probably be like, yo, this you went uh you smoking some good there's some good ish with what was the cop? Where he pulled the joint. Oh, it's about Mar- uh, Mello? Yeah. I don't really have I am with help prepared. I'm sorry. <laughs> Strange. Yeah, my fault. I thought we, I thought I, I don't know, sir. No, it's all good. So it's I mean you can make it up season four. Internets, we completed <laughs> another season. Season three is a wrap. Um season four coming to you next week. Stay tuned. Thank you, listeners. So wait, before we go, 
since ain't nobody listening but us at this point. All right. Um, A, do we need the therapist back, or is Versus coming before then, or do we need a, an, an alternate therapist if y'all want somebody else? But um, I think we should do Versus first. Gotcha. And then jump right into season four, and then maybe do the therapist after season four, because we did two seasons and then a the therapist, right? Yes, sir. All right. Well, season two was a struggle, so I understand why we had the therapist. <laughs> well, was it really a struggle though? Eh, if we be if we be compared to season three, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you want to say it like that, then yeah. Shit, we was doing one episode at a time for season two at one point. Oh my god! Man, I guess you're right. But shout, shout out to S Dot. Shout out to our uh, future uh, versus competitors. So and, who you, who you got with it? Because you know how you can project who you got. Well, I don't know. Are we we're involved in this, right? One of we just uh, a, a Are we like moderators? Yeah, right. yeah, that's what we are moderators. Proper word moderators. Because I, I got some opinions on some of this stuff. I mean, so do I. I guess we'll just all be arguing then. <laughs> and and the loudest person wins, I guess. Nah, you got you got to pick a squad before you um before you step in the, in the dojo and run with them the whole time. From tonight, right? Nah, I'm talking about in the versus joint. Is the versus going on right now? No, no, I mean, like, so you say it now, we ride away. Oh, no, so, no, I'm just saying, if you, if you go on, if you go on ride, like, say for instance. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick, I'm going I'm to I'm pick who I'm going to say going to win, right? I'm going to give my explanation and everything. <clears throat> BC, my man, 7,000 grand, right? Here's the issue with BC. <laughs> he gonna get so tired of needing talking this shit. <laughs> he, not, he not even gonna want to deal with him no more. He just gonna be like, you know, oh, yeah, he's definitely gonna shit. hit him with it. You got it. You got yep, it. you got it. So <laughs> that's the only reason why I'm going with Needham, son. Because BC go like, nah, I'm done. I can't no more. Like Needham will talk you fucking under the ground. <laughs> and just keep going, son. I'm sure BC gonna make some great points, but. He just gonna get tired of that shit. Yeah, I, I think it depends on the subject. BC may, you know, may, may uh, surprise you on certain subjects. Some other subjects, he gonna like, man, get, I don't give a fuck. You, you, you got it. <laughs> I'm gonna go BC only because, like, if it's something that I agree with, when you get tired, when you get tired, man. Poor. I don't know if that's poor. If oh, so poor niggas doing niggas doing double teams and shit, huh? Tag yeah. teams. Like, you know, it's a, it's a piggyback off of that. Niggas have made me the moderator by default now. So that means by default, I got to be on Needham team? <laughs> this, isn't, like... I mean, this isn't like a debate. <laughs> the great debaters, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to save their natural mind. That's what Denzel Washington said. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga is a wealth of knowledge, I swear, man. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even remember who won in the debates. If I'm being honest, I'm assuming assume the home team or the team that the movie was about won. Nah, I thought they lost. I don't know. I ain't gonna front that shit. Was it um dude from uh 
what's Duke name? Cause ain't he like a man, wasn't he like a, a movie about being like a Yeah, cut this shit. Never mind. Forget I even asked. <laughs> you think about Antoine Fisher or some shit. No, no, no. What's the dude name? He was like a uh they had him <clears throat> he made like a movie about some like revolutionary like black man and they tried to give him shit for Nate him. Nate Parker? Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. He, yeah, he was so in the great debaters though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are. Nah, I gotta, I gotta be Paris and just, and just play the, play the cool role with everybody. I got you. Well, you know, we'll see how this versus turned out. Yeah, we still, we still gotta figure out the format and shit. So it's all good. Yeah, I guess we'll do that over the next couple of days. Yeah, but yes, brother, your brother enjoy your holiday weekend if y'all doing anything. It's gonna rain, rain all weekend. So, well, I celebrate Juneteenth. So. This is true. Yeah, me, so, I definitely celebrate Juneteenth. I've been celebrating it all my life. So July fourth, I don't know. There's supposed to be a uh like a L cookout at Deer Park. <laughs> like they got the permits yeah. and everything. Like my man my man Pierre. He uh Shout his father. Yeah, his supposed to be crazy. They got the uh, what is it? They got like the firecrackers. They got the permits. All that. supposed to be, they do it every year. Like it's fly. So I don't know. Well, you said they got permits for firecrackers. Yeah, and, they do the firecrackers. And this is in Deer Park, you said? Yeah, yeah, right there on Washington and Comac Road. That whole block, Washington block. Ah, bless you. Thank you. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if niggas, <laughs> crazy, they got niggas from well, nutcrackers. Like, I told my man, he's like, yo, should we, you know, he was like, yo, I should go. And I asked another, he was like, yo, you might get shot, right? Like, you might yeah. need to carry, carry the toast on you. I'm like, yo, it's no. Deer Park. No, that don't mean shit. Juan Day I mean, is right I, up the block. Them niggas, true. they love to travel to Deer Park. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's been an active, it's been active already in the hood, so... I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Might be another impromptu. You know. Uh, here we go. No, nah, I'm chilling. <laughs> you on the radio? You gotta relax. With, with all that being said, y'all, y'all niggas, make sure y'all do y'all leg works out. Where's Jim Jones? Nah, I'm gonna I'm try that, Drake. I tried. Well, I can't do I didn't that. Get shit. Da- I didn't no, get down I'm, that I'm low. Definitely not doing that. I can't I'm do that. in general, so nobody yeah, finds nah. you on the internet. You, you pick a day to do your leg workout. That shit, you gotta be like, no arthritis, no knee issues, no hip replacement, none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? No water in your knee, no ankle issues to do all that shit. No way. Of which I have like three out of five. Should be shooting 60%. So. Damn it, Oh, dog. shit. We're. Sorry. All right. All right. He said, shut it down. Until next time. Until next time. Yes, sir. Y'all be cool, man. Peace and hair grease. Word.